in our first reading, we do have a, a wonderful witness between a king and a priest, high priest in Jerusalem, a witness of both faith and also desire to introduce a reform and to recommit them, the people, to the covenant of God. So what we have is a little quick history. So Hilkiah the priest finds a book of law in the temple of the Lord. But it was that book, the book of Deuteronomy. So if you want to know what exactly took place, take a look at the book of Deuteronomy and just read it. And this is, you'll know exactly what it is, but I will give a couple of quotes. So even if you don't read it, you also hear it. So now he finds the book. He tells the, uh, like a secretary of state, the scribe. And so he takes it to the king. The king heard the content of, uh, and read the content of the book. And he says to the high priest, he says, consult the Lord, because we have not obeyed as a nation the stipulations and obligations of the Lord. As people, we have not obeyed God. And, and so we have to remember this. If you look at the history of Israel, every time the people begin to turn away from God, begin to follow idols, it usually within a matter of a generation, perhaps even shorter, they experience terrible consequences. Usually they would lose their freedom, and at times they were even taken into slavery. Um, so they experienced destruction, and then they would turn back to the Lord, and then the Lord would provide them with something which is so unusual, like King Cyrus of, of Persia, who defeated Babylonians, which are more or less like Iraqis. And then he says, you go back to Jerusalem. He gave them money to rebuild their city, gave them even money to rebuild the temple, gave the, the stolen vessels, the golden vessels from the Jerusalem temple. He says, go back and rebuild it. So they go in back, try to rebuild it. The difficulties is that one, at first they were quite encouraged to do so, but then they found out it's not that simple, it's not that easy. And so here we have God again, shows them and gives them a special grace. They find this book and they know what to do. So what does this book offer them? As the king gathers all the people, he gathers all the priests and, and all the scribes, educators, and all the people, whoever could come and whoever would be able to understand. So he gathers them in Jerusalem. And, and this whole book of Deuteronomy is read. I'll just give you a couple quotes because it is the desire of the king and as well as the priest, high priest of Jerusalem, that, that people would really come to know God's word and would rededicate themselves. And these are some of the words, no, I'm quoting from book of Deuteronomy 7, know that the Lord your God is God indeed. He is a faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Also, but if from there, if from, from that time you will seek the Lord your God and you, sh you shall find him. Because if you look for the Lord your God, God will provide, he will give you, he will, he will give you the knowledge of himself and then those who seek him with their whole heart and their soul will find him. And the Lord says this day, I called the heavens 
and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. It's the word of God. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. As you remember, the, Jesus quoted that, that, that part from the book, book of Deuteronomy. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. All these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall swear by his name. So if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments, I give you today the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. And you'll be blessed in the city and you're blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb, this is chapter 28. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the, and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading, uh, through um, that you know needing the bread uh, the, the 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 bread will be blessed you'll be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out the lord will grant that the enemies who rise against you will be defeated before you they will come to, at you from one direction but flee from from you uh, the lord will send a blessing on your barns and everything everything you and, and on everything you put your hand to the Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. And he will establish you as his holy people. And he promises you an oath. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, he'll be there for you. He'll grant abundance of graces. And, and so what it is is there's, I could read you more quotes, but what, what I wanted to, to share with you is that there is something which is so true and something that somehow we miss along the way. We get so dis distracted, we get pulled aside, we don't even know what, what we're doing at times. And But the Lord is inviting us, focus on me, choose the kingdom of God first, and all these things will be added unto you. This is how Jesus would describe. And so, so here it is, um, the king and the, the Jerusalem high priest the temple realize and they wish to lead the people back to God. Sometimes we wish that such would happen here, that such would happen here, but we have become so secular that we're trying to define things according to ways. And this is where the gospel today is so powerful. Beware of so-called prophets in sheep's clothing, but, uh, but in wolf's clothing, because what happens, they, they lead people astray and it's not just the prophets, we're talking about religious leaders. We're also talking about social leaders. We talk about political leaders, economic leaders. You know, you know, what are those who somehow tell us that, you know, if we follow these ideologies of today, these secular ideologies, we know that they don't produce good fruit. They're forcing people to, to believe, to accept things and to their own detriment. This is why the, the, the truth of the gospel is so important. The truth of revelation is because God, in his wisdom, shares this with us. It's God who shares it for our benefit. It's not for him, it's for us. God doesn't need 
you know, to 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 uh, you know to hear His own word. No, it's, it's for us. It's for us and for our salvation that He has come down. It's for us and for our salvation He offered Himself on, on the cross, and He gave us the teaching, and He gave us the power, sacramental power, to help us out. But it is to know the truth, so be to beware of those leaders that seem to be telling us what to do, and then after 10 years or 15 years or 20 years, what happens? Remember what Hitler did, how he led people, you know, tried to rebuild their nation, you know, the Aryans, the leaders of the world, and how he led them astray to a total destruction, defeat. Uh, you know, within within very short time, he thought this his reign will rest a thousand years. So the new Reich, you know, be a thousand years. How many did it last? No more than 20, putting it all together from, 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 from the putsch and, and all the way to the defeat. And we do have quite a few of those too. You know, you know the, all those who, who lead us astray through, you know, belief in, in type of Marxism. Look what it led. Countries who follow ultimately just lost. People were, were 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 forced into accepting things which which limited not only their freedom but led to addictions and alcohol and everything else so this is what the lord is saying to us is that we just don't think in in terms of spiritual leadership because spiritual leadership too may lead us astray just as other things so be being being aware so staying close to god listening to his word because his word is truth his word leads us to freedom. His word, word leads us to, to, uh, to a type of, of happiness that no one can provide for us. We have two great examples of how to live this truth, the Bishop John Fisher and Thomas More. Um, incredible men at the very difficult time as, as the um, King Henry VIII began to lead uh, the people astray into separation from from Rome, becoming himself, you know, the, the church leader, thinking of himself not only in terms of secular power, but also spiritual power. And, and so we have a great leaders like St. John Fisher. Um, he was a, a extraordinary man, a, both successful uh, as a chancellor of the university. He was a bishop of Rochester. Um, he wrote many things against this corruption, uh, not only in the church, but also in the secular environment. Uh, a friend and supporter of, of great people like Erasmus, um, opposed to Lutheranism, all these things which were taking place at that time. But ultimately, he sort of supported the validity of marriage of uh, King Henry VIII with Catherine of Aragon, but uh, the king wanted to redefine the church's sacraments. Uh, we wanted to redefine it, and, and, and ultimately John Fisher ended up in prison in the Tower of London on the charge of treason because he opposed the king, opposed the king's um, you know, uh, uh, decisions and activity. And so he died, he was executed. We have also the example of Thomas More, who himself was an exceptional man. Um, he was a judge. He was a famous for his incorruptibility and impartiality. So he was made Lord and Chancellor of 
the highest position in England under King Henry. But then um, he wanted, the king wanted to have him uh, justify his actions and ultimately uh, made sure the act of succession, which was which is enacted then, and once again, Thomas More couldn't go along with it. So he, just like John Fisher, was executed, was found guilty, sentenced to death. But he said the following, I am, a, I am, good, I am king's good servant, but God's first. God's first. There's a, if you have a office from readings, the words of, of the letter that Thomas More wrote to his daughter, Margaret, he called Mag, and he said the following. He said, I know that I am here in prison. I, I am here because the king sent me, and so far he has not taken everything from me but he says, but ultimately, if he does take all my property, everything else, he says, you know, I'm a sinner. I, I, I welcome the consequences of God's justice for me. But at the same time, he says, but I know that he is God of, of mercy and he will also protect me. But even if he does not protect me, I thank him. I thank him and he surrenders, surrenders his life to God in a beautiful way that 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 letter that he wrote to his daughter is really profound the witness of faith that he gives he says i cannot change i have to be faithful to my conscience i have to be faithful to the teachings of god and so no matter what even if i have to offer my whole life for it so it be so be it and he chooses to do that and he chooses to do it with that freedom of the heart and with that conviction of his own faith and conscience that what he's doing is correct. And, and that self-surrender is what is so incredible about him, that self-surrender. He says, if the Lord does not give me that peace, I may be anxious before I die. But if he offers me peace, I'll accept it. But I'll accept patiently, whatever. You know, the, the, that, that, that wisdom which flowed from him is so incredible, the wisdom of faith. I think that we were invited today by the Lord to seek and find the good prophets, the prophets like King, uh, King uh, today or, or the high priest Hilkiah and, and those who wanted to restore, regenerate a nation, to recommit themselves under the, that relationship, that covenant relationship is a personal relationship with God, which releases and unfolds so much graces from, for us. Because the minute we are unfaithful, whether it's because of mortal sin or whatever, we place ourselves outside of grace. And so therefore we're not able to, to do great things from that moment on because we place ourselves outside of grace, but also we, we, we become affected by, by evil and we, can't, we, cannot, um, we cannot protect ourselves. So this is why today, both the readings, first readings and, and the warnings that Jesus gives, but also the great witnesses that we have 
they teach us something very important. Follow the Lord, be faithful to him. Be faithful to the commandments he gives, and then you experience the blessings. You'll experience the blessings, even if they lead you through persecution to the surrendering of one's death. It is something which the Lord will not only, uh, you know, that, that not only the Lord will give us the grace to face whatever, but he promises to take us home, to be with him in his kingdom. That's ultimately our goal in life. That's why we gather here. So may Jesus today, as he comes into our heart, strengthen our faith, strengthen our conviction that we, we need to remain close to him so that we, our families, our loved ones, our country, the world today, who is in need of this witness and grace, may benefit by eternal salvation. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.